Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So doing show prep for the show yesterday, I came across a thread on social media. Folks, what the heck is going on in our food processing plants and warehouses around the country? I'm not kidding. It's not a conspiracy theory, not alleging a conspiracy, and it's definitely not a theory. I'm going to show you a series of headlines. Uh, I'll get to it towards the end of the show. I, I think your eyeballs are going to something going on, like a, a, a you know a series of accidents that all seem to happen right around the same time at food processing plants. Could be. We'll see. I've got that. Also, it's not funny anymore. The state-run media has now taken it to a new level in their defense of tyranny, trying to cover for every misstep Joe Biden makes. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. I've got that. I've also got more on the Great Reset. COVID was the Great Reset. It's clear as day. They admitted it. And Jen Psaki basically said as much yesterday. This has never been about science. This is about power. She said it. I'll play for you the audio. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate mega stores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. And Joe, while we're at it, let's go. Let's go, baby. Yeah, let's go, daddy. <laughs> All right, this isn't funny anymore. Well, not Joe. I'm talking about this. Really, right. uh, I know we laugh at the fact checkers. We even have a right. segment on the radio show, you know, fact checker clown show. Um, we do. They're, they're amusingly stupid. And as I've told you, whenever a fact checker says something is false, you're almost uh, reasonably sure that it's... It, you're almost every time and say almost because, uh, you know, I don't like to talk in complete categoricals, but nearly every time you can almost be guaranteed it's true. And it's a damaging political narrative for the left. They're trying to cover up. But folks, I, I, I'm sensing this now. Tucker kind of teased around it last night. He was talking about it, which is interesting because sometimes I'll, I'll have an idea in my head for a show. And he'll talk about something. I'm like, okay, good. Like, I really like where he goes with a lot of his stuff. And I thought, now I definitely have to talk about this tomorrow. Folks, our media is basically de facto state run right now. But the Democrat Party, the liberals in the swamp run and dominate our media. They, they, they obviously have no allegiance whatsoever to the truth. But it's getting dangerous now as they try to build out this totalitarian censorship model. Here's what I mean. Here's what's going on kind of behind the scenes. The fact checkers, were, we, we laugh at openly. Ladies and gentlemen, they have real power. What the fact checkers have been deputized to do by both Facebook and Twitter and, and other social media platforms on the left as well, is if the fact checkers need to protect Joe Biden or the Democrats, they basically go out and hunt for conservative victims. It doesn't matter what the story is. They'll find conservative victims and they will censor their posts. Now, when they censor your posts on Facebook, it's a real problem because they read this, they, um, they, they, they get in the way of distribution, meaning you can't see it. Here's what I mean by this is getting dangerous. Even things you can now see with your own eyes and make your own judgments about, the insane, delusional, state-run regime fact-checkers are now telling you, no, your eyeballs are lying to you. Here's what I mean. They are desperate, desperate to make you believe Joe Biden is cognitively competent when everyone can hear him talk and see him do things where he looks confused. You can see it. You don't need a fact checker to tell you what your eyeballs can see. It happened again. Remember this? Joe Biden walking around on stage clueless. At one point, he extends his hand. Was he trying to shake hands with someone who wasn't there? I don't know, folks. That's not the point. The point is, as I said when this happened, Joe, if you remember, I don't know if he was shaking hands with somebody because I can't get in his head. Right. I don't fact check things. I don't know. I can tell you this, though. Joe, I, and Guy saw it. And can we all agree? 
He's confused. He's looking around. He doesn't. It's based on objective things that happen. He walks one way. He walks another way. He looks confused. Here, see it for yourself. God bless you all. Folks, you can see that for yourself. He walks right, extends his hand. Looks like he's trying to shake hands from someone. They're saying from a different angle, he was pointing to someone. Okay, possible. He walks a little bit less right, more towards his left. Comes back, walks again. He's clearly confused again. So when conservatives who are deeply concerned about the cognitive mental status of a man whose fingers are on the nuclear codes and our nuclear stockpile, which concerning he is the president right now. Of course, what had to happen? The fact checkers desperate to defend the totalitarian regime had to jump in. Here is another humiliating human being. I don't know how again. These people's families allow them to debase themselves like this. Here's a Gabrielle Settles who apparently settled for, I mean, the incomplete lack of dignity at all with a, f- a fact check yesterday again around this. I t- Guys, you remember when we covered the phantom handshake allegations? Sure. Do you remember me saying the fact checkers would be, do you remember? Can we, I, I should have asked you to pull that before the show. Okay. Please, he'll stick it in the show afterwards. I don't know if he's shaking someone's hand or pointed to someone who's not there. I have no idea what he's doing. I know how fact checkers are. They'll be out there be like, oh, I was in his head and uh, he wasn't shaking a hand. What he was doing is he was doing a sign language type gesture. It's just embarrassing for these idiots. The truth is nobody knows what he was doing, but we know this looking at it. He's clearly confused. I told you they would do this. Here it is. President Joe Biden was confused, turned around and shook hands with thin air after a speech. PolitiFact, they rate it false. Folks, it's really embarrassing. I mean, these people, Gabrielle Settles, the Bill McCarthy's, the Tom Kirchers of the world. These people really have very little dignity left. That's why they're used as useful idiots by the regime to cover up the fact that the man with his fingers on the nuclear codes has no idea where he is or what he's doing all the time. I was clear, too, because you can count on this show always to do actual reporting. I don't know if he was trying to shake hands with someone, folks. I don't. I don't know that. I wasn't there. I didn't see it. A lot of things from different angles look weird. But how does PolitiFact know he wasn't? You get my point, Joe? Like, I am acknowledging there's a knowledge deficit. I'm not in Joe Biden's head, however disconnected it is. Was he trying to shake hands? I have no idea. Did he look confused? Clearly. But notice how PolitiFact is absolutely sure. Gabrielle Settles, who settles for lies, Gabrielle Settles is sure that he wasn't trying to shake a phantom person's hand while he wanders around confused on the stage. Oh, yeah. That was, I mean, he was like, remember the one about didn't look at his watch at the funeral? Folks, there's endless examples of this. It is pathetic. And it's getting dangerous. I'm going to give you a solution here, though, to this in a minute. These people are digging their own credibility graves. There's none left. Here's another one. Remember when he was confused just a couple weeks ago at the White House? I'll show you the video again. He's up on stage. He does this a lot, Biden. He'll go one direction. He doesn't get a response or someone he thought was going to be there. He goes in another direction. Folks, I did this for a living. I know I don't like bringing it up. It's annoying. I get it. I'm telling you every footstep of the president within reason where he goes is scripted. I shouldn't say every foot, every direct. He doesn't just randomly wander off. It is very scripted what he's supposed to do. Go do this, do a grip and grin, shake these hands, line up here, stand in that spot. Go. I was there. I did it. Reuters, PolitiFact, others. They were not. They don't know what it's like. Why is it that this specific president always appears to be confused on stage? 
or appears to be looking to shake a hand that's not there or pointing, whatever it is. Why is it that this president does this all the time? Here, this happened a couple of weeks ago at the White House, wandering aimlessly around the stage. Check this out. Folks, I, I, I challenge you. I challenge you to go back with Trump, Bush, Obama. Go back to Clinton and George H.W. too. Find me videos of them doing this same thing repeatedly. You're always going to, of course, there's times they always, you know, get confused. And I'm, I'm asking, he's a year and a half into his presidency. These videos are everywhere of him wandering around at the Easter egg roll and everywhere else, not knowing what to do, being directed around by the freaking Easter bunny. Literally show me anywhere a president who did this same thing, a bevy of videos of them wandering around uh, confused. Why won't you see it? Because I was there. It doesn't happen. In order to prevent the president in the public arena from looking confused, the staff scripts out every footprint or roughly every footprint. Go here, go there. I was there. But here's Reuters that had a fact check that too. Fact check clip shows Biden looking for Deb Hyland during Obama White House visit. These people are pathetic, folks. They are a festering, metastasizing, rotting stain on this country. These horrible, awful human beings who are creating a very, very serious national security situation. I am not kidding for the United States by defending the cognitive, uh, the cognitive abilities of Joe Biden when they are so clearly not there. It's disgusting. These people are horrifying. Useful idiots, tyrants, killers, murderers, socialists, and totalitarians have used useful idiots like politifars and Reuters throughout human history to decimate democracies and constitutional republics. Any republic, for that matter. Some didn't have a constitution. So, folks, what's the solution? These people have massive power on Facebook. They can get you banned from Facebook. These degenerate loser fact checkers can get you banned, can get the distribution of your posts reduced. Believe me, we fight with them constantly. You have no idea because I don't like to whine about it every day. They can do real damage to our democracy. They are all in on censorship as a business model going forward. The great reset COVID misinformation thing was a vehicle for them to spread censorship and their tentacles everywhere, all over the internet. These people are disgusting. So what's the solution? Folks, this is a big day for true social Donald Trump's platform. It is running at blazing speeds today. Uh, we'll have more on that in the future. But today is the day. Uh, go sign up if you haven't yet. You have got to escape these people and their vice-like grip on leftist censorship totalitarian platforms like Facebook and Twitter. And the only way, even if Elon buys it, folks, it can be bought again later. You know, that's great. I buy it. I've, I've told you my, we talked about Elon ad nauseum. Please give yourself options. I am with humility and respect asking you as a personal favor to start establishing a presence in this parallel economy away from these crazy psychos. Do it today. Please don't wait. Go to truth. True social. Set up an account today. Go to Rumble. Sign up for our show and other shows on Rumble. Get away from YouTube and Twitter. Finally, I haven't asked. I don't ask a lot on the show. I don't like to, you know, uh, beat you guys down with requests because you're very generous with your time with me. But we launched Parallel Economy a few months ago at ParallelEconomy.com. Common spelling. ParallelEconomy.com. It is an alternative for you to Stripe. If you have a website that processes credit cards, you are probably using Stripe. Stripe is not a friend to free speech. They attacked the Trump campaign. They canceled them. Please get away from them. 
I set this up. I spent a ton of time and the launch of it was beyond successful thanks to you. But please, True Social, Rumble, and today, if you have a website and you are processing credit cards, I'm asking you, please come over to us where we respect free speech. I don't ask a lot. I try not to. ParallelEconomy.com. Get away from this insanity today. We can set up a separate, entirely different parallel economy, free from censorship and tyranny. But I need you to do it. It's not funny anymore, folks. This is getting dangerous now. We used to laugh at these fact checkers. It's now at the point now where it's just, I mean, it's, it's, this is really a serious threat to our national security. Constantly defending this guy's inability to walk around and look like he knows what he's doing or even speak in coherent sentences. All right, moving on. I'd warned you a long time ago that COVID was going to be a perfect vehicle for this great reset. Folks, they never cared about public health. This had nothing to do with public health to the radical left. Nothing. This was always about power and what, Joe? Control. Always. I've been warning you for eight years. Whenever the left tells you, oh, we want to do Obamacare because we care about people's health care. Bull. They don't care about your health care. They care about controlling your health care. We want to raise tax rates to raise tax revenue. Bull. They don't care about tax revenue. They care about controlling the stream of money that runs into the government through the private economy. It's always, always about control. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. It comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. So, COVID was an opportunity for them. It was an opportunity for them to establish good, solid, firm control over your body through vaccine mandates and mask mandates and over your life with things like vaccine passports. It was a test case for them to move towards what they've wanted forever, a reorganization of society under this great reset. They talk about it openly, folks. Again, it's not a conspiracy theory. They talk about it openly, the left. Here's Jen Psaki uh, at the White House yesterday, asked about the mask mandate. The Biden administration breaking news yesterday is going to fight the judges, uh, uh, that Florida judge wiped out the aviation, uh, the travel mask mandate. They're going to fight against that. Here's Saki admitting, yeah, it's always been about control and power. Check this out. We disagreed with the decision immediately. So uh, the immediate steps were to determine uh, what power we had to respond to that. Obviously, that uh, that uh, came in the form of uh, the Department of Justice, came in the form of the CDC acting um, and putting out the statements that they did. But, um, you know, we also don't take photos of flights as data about how the country reacts uh, to issues. Issues, um, you know, as whether they're ripping off their their masks or not. I mean, our focus here was seeing what power we had to preserve uh, what we felt was in the public health interest of the country. Our focus here was uh, how to preserve power, what power we could preserve. I, yeah. I, I really get tired of uh, these predictions on the show coming true. I'm, I'm just hoping for once these people will. Maybe see the light, wake up and prove me wrong and say, you know what? This was all a mistake. The mask mandate didn't work. If masks worked, why weren't they working? Um, we're not going to fight this. Clearly, the public's tired of it. Um, we're going to move on. I really wish I weren't right sometimes. Folks, they want control. They need control. And controlling information and controlling your bodies has always been their goal. It's what the fact checkers are doing. It's what Saki's doing. It's what they're all doing. And one of the means by which they control you is by controlling information. That's the fact checker role. That's the social media role. And they are using this label 
where COVID provided the perfect vehicle of medical misinformation and misinformation in general to control the information flow. So you only hear about things positive to Democrats like like Joe Biden. He's cognitively there. Look at him. Here he is. Joe Biden running a marathon. Look how tight this guy is. He's toyed. This is the nonsense you can expect in the future going forward. The misinformation and disinformation label is a control mechanism. More evidence. Read this story yesterday in the Wall Street Journal. If this doesn't bake your bagels, I don't know what will. This kind of quaked me to the core. Wall Street Journal. California is promoting this medical misinformation crusade. And the journal acknowledges it could cost lives. As with COVID treatment, the intolerance of different views risks stifling scientific advances. What's happening in the crazy state of California, which, by the way, thank you to the conservatives out there. But if you have any ability to escape this, this, this now forsaken state, please do it if you are a conservative and come to Florida. The place is a hellscape mess, and I'm not sure it can be saved anymore. If you're a doctor, get out of there today. Why? Here's what they're looking to do now. There's a new bill Democrat lawmakers in California proposed. It would require the state medical board to take action against doctors found to be spreading, quote, misinformation. Here we go, Joe. Related to the nature and risks of the COVID virus, its prevention and treatment, and the development, safety, and effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines. Holy Moses. Get the hell out of this state as soon as you can. Now, this is most most likely, depending on if you get a, uh, a Democrat-appointed judge or, a, uh, or an actual judge, um, this is most likely not only unconstitutional, but ridiculously unconstitutional. Can you imagine trying to sue a doctor for telling patients what his honest scientific opinion was about vaccines? Ooh. Good luck with that one in court. You'll probably have your arse sued off you for doing it. But that's never stopped California from doing crazy things before, and I imagine it won't stop again. So in California, if you dare to, uh, say, prescribe hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin off-label because of research you believe, not, I'm not telling you work or don't work. I'm not the doctor. I'm just telling you if you're a doctor and you've read research and you think it can be helpful or beneficial, you risk having your license suspended now? Um, what's next? Public boilings? Grilling people? Uh, grilling people on open stoves? Uh, shootings? What's next? Are you going to put them against the wall like Che Guevara? Folks, this is insane. You see how they use the misinformation word to mean whatever they think it means? Now, the story gets even worse. Apparently, the Federation of State Medical Boards last summer warned physicians who spread, quote, misinformation that disciplinary action by state boards, including the suspension or revocation of their medical license, could happen. So doctors in other states could be disciplined for, say, suggesting children don't need to be vaccinated. you believe this? I'm asking Ron DeSantis and the Florida State Legislature and State Senate, please do something today to protect these doctors and provide safe haven for the free exchange of medical scientific ideas and evidence. Please. DeSantis has been one of the few governors around the country willing to take on stuff like this. You will see doctors, good quality doctors, flooding out of this forsaken hellscape known as California coming to Florida. Florida is turning redder by the minute as liberals thankfully leave this state. Please get out. Please. I can't tell you what to do, but I'm begging you as a friend. Please get out. Please go somewhere else. And conservatives are flooding in. My neighborhood gets more conservative by the minute. I have had no less than 50, 60 people over the last few months come up to me in my Sunday breakfast place telling me they just moved down here from liberal states and they're conservative. Please get out, liberals. Go somewhere else. Please. This is not the place for you. We like liberty and freedom here. To doctors in California, please leave California if you believe in liberty and freedom and come to Florida. We would love to have you down here. Now, folks, I say California wants to do this. I say let them do it. Why, Dan? It's clearly a bad idea. Yeah, well, they'll pay. What did I tell you in yesterday's show? That nothing's going to change with the left, ladies and gentlemen, until they feel real material losses. 
The left is going to continue, and I'm going to show you again later in the show, too, how they're doubling down on stupid. The left is obsessed with your kids, with censorship, and with the cult. They cannot change. They are incapable. They are in a cult. The only thing that will change is if the left has no power to enforce the cult because they lose their power and they lose their assets. Real material losses is the only way to redirect the energy of the left away from totalitarianism and censorship onto the path of liberty and freedom, again, if it ever is to happen. That's why I say let them do it. California passes this. I'm telling you right now, the lawsuits will be endless. You will have patients suing doctors for giving them medical misinformation. Right, Joe? Can you imagine? Yeah. You're a patient. You go to a doctor. You get treated for COVID. Doesn't matter what he does or she does, the doctor, right? Doesn't matter. You get worse. You potentially die or you lose a piece of your lung or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine how many lawyers, right, Joe? Jump right in. Hey, that was misinformation. There's a law against that in California. Good luck. Yep. Good luck, California. Have fun with that. Oh, you think the lawyers lobby? You think they're not? They love this thing. So you go ahead with that, California. You're going to see two things. You're going to see the same people, the legal lobby, largely, not all, a lot of good lawyers. I have great friends who are lawyers. I'm not trying to knock everyone. But the legal lobby largely is interested in donating to Democrats. They love this. You're going to see lawsuits out the wazoo, and we still haven't figured out where the wazoo is. And you're going to see doctors in mass pulling up and leaving and going to states like Florida where we can uh, provide safe haven for them from ridiculosities. Good luck, California. You go double down on that. Have fun. Only benefits us. Now, it's not only medical misinformation that Democrats want to uh, open up the legal field to and to use to control and shut people up. They're bringing in all their heavy hitters now, too, to promote this misinformation thing because they are so eager with the fact checkers, their media people, politicians, California, in other words, to stop and shut people up from speaking. They're bringing out Barack Obama, too. Where do I always go for the morning crazy checkup? Playbook. You ever want crazy? Go to Politico Playbook. You'll see the crazy checklist every single morning. What are the crazies up to today? Well, here it was. This morning's playbook. Not a dink, folks. Barack Obama has found a new passion in his post-presidential life. Fighting disinformation. There it is. There it is. In private meetings and public appearances over the last year, Obama's waded deeply into the public fray over misinformation and disinformation, warning that the scourge of falsehoods online has eroded the foundations of democracy at home and abroad. In a speech at Stanford on Thursday, he's expected to add his voice. Listen to this, folks. Obama, that is, adding his voice to demands for rules to rein in the flood of lies polluting political discourse. Let me translate that. Barack Obama, who is a, a notorious grifter, has found a niche and figures he can gain his political capital by calling for censorship because now censorship is popular on the left. This guy is a loser and a grifter. Yes, yes we sir. haven't played that in a while. That's Obama's national anthem too, the Soviet national anthem. He loves it. Obama is a grifter and a loser, just like Biden. Obama knows exactly what he's doing. He's calling for censorship of his garbage crap party because his former vice president is tarnishing his totalitarian legacy. So what does he need to do? He needs to get out on the stump to lobby for more totalitarian Soviet-style censorship because that's what he needs to build his political capital right now because the left is all in on censorship. Not an accident. All right. So getting back to this, Glenn Greenwald pointed this out yesterday, how this misinformation label, whenever you see it, the left talking about it, what they are specifically talking about is censorship of conservative ideas because these coward chump losers don't have a platform to run on. So the big tech companies, there's a piece of legislation. I don't know if you guys heard this. That's been making its way through Congress and the legislation would do a lot to stop big tech censorship. Okay. The big tech companies, folks, are freaking out. So what did they do? They went out, grabbed a bunch of former Intel community grifters, Joe. By the way, the same grifters who told you the Hunter laptop was Russian disinformation. You see how this dis dis yeah, disinformation yeah. thing? 
Keeps creeping up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And the former Intel grifters are here to defend the elites, the big tech, big government, swampy cabal. It's all about access. This will be my monologue, which is going to slay this weekend on Fox News at 9 p.m. on my show. Please check it out. Access, access, access. When you have access to power, like former Intel people, like big tech does, this is what the kind of stuff you do. Please read this by Glenn Greenwald. It's in my newsletter today. It's in his Substack. Former intelligence officials citing Russia. There we go again, folks. Russia say big tech monopoly power is vital to national security. It is. It's interesting because it seems to be destroying national security, their monopoly power, by making us believe our president is cognitively competent. Strange, huh? So they put together this letter, these former Intel officials, and one of their claims is that big tech monopoly power is necessary to combat foreign disinformation. That's freaking hilarious. We do our own disinformation here. Here, Glenn notes something interesting. Several of these former Intel officials kissing the ass of big tech to prevent this bill from passing are themselves leading disinformation agents. Many were the same former Intel officials who signed the infamous and debunked pre-election letter fraudulently claiming that the authentic Hunter Biden emails had the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. Look at some of the losers on this letter. Jim Clapper, Mike Morell, Leon Panetta. He notes also, Joe, others who signed the letter have strong financial ties to big tech. Oh, gosh. Again, I'm sure it's just another big coincidence. Morell, Fran Townsend. Yeah, that's weird. Paid, checks, cash, big tech. Tell them not to pass a big tech bill that might break up big tech. Oh, yeah, well, I'm sure nothing to do with it, the money. But you see how they use the disinformation label again? You see the point I'm making, right? Yeah. Paid former Intel people, some, and grifters defend big tech. And what do they do? They write in the letter, if we don't have big tech, foreign disinformation will get into the United States. That's freaking hilarious by the same people responsible for foreign disinformation. Folks, we got to fight back. Use the parallel economy. Use the parallel economy. Please. But that's not the only step to fight back. Folks, use the legal system too. The legal system is there to defend all Americans. We live in a constitutional republic. And accusing people via actual malice of things that are categorically provably false, accusing people of being Russian informations, Russian information agents, Russian assets in order to get them blackballed and to do significant financial damage to them, despite any evidence that is actually true. These people should be sued. I'm going to have some news on that coming for you in the future about someone who accused me of being a Russian asset, not only accused me, but was sure of it in a tweet. We'll talk about that coming up in the future, but I'm not the only one. Tulsi Gabbard, was accused of being a Russian asset by disgraced Senator Mitt Romney and uh, Keith Olbermann, who's just a joke to humankind. You're like, who's Keith Olbermann? Please, you don't even need to. He's, he's just an embarrassment. He was a former sports guy who lost his mind. Here's Tulsi Gabbard on Tucker last night saying, you want to accuse me of being a Russian asset and a Russian agent? Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you a cease and desist letter. But I may sue you if you don't apologize. It's a good idea. Actual malice, folks. Actual malice and defamation. Check this out. The situation that we're facing here is a very serious one, not, not because it's about me, but because it has a much bigger impact on our country. When powerful and influential people uh, basically threaten and intimidate people into silence, as Mitt Romney, Keith Olbermann, and others are doing, they're hoping to achieve that effect, that if anybody dares speak out against the government, that if anybody dares to criticize whatever the, the wash, permanent Washington establishment's narrative is, then you will be smeared as a traitorous, uh, you know, treasonous traitor. Um, and frankly, it also, if Mitt Romney is serious, seriously believes that I have committed treason, why hasn't he brought any evidence or brought charges uh, he clearly doesn't care that there are any consequences, or as I mentioned, he's just trying to intimidate and bully me and others into silence. Folks, the legal system's there for all of us. If these 
disgraced, lunatic, crazy people like Mitt Romney, Keith Olbermann, and others, if you know what I mean, are going to accuse you, quote, beyond a shadow of a doubt of being a Russian asset or elsewhere. There's a legal system for that. And then we'll see in a discovery uh, what evidence you have that me or anyone else is a Russian asset. Regardless of your feelings about Tulsi Gabbard, she served this country. And if there's a war in Russia or elsewhere, Tulsi Gabbard may be one of the people going over there to die for it. Not Mitt Romney. Not this loser, coward, chump Mitt Romney. Not this disgrace of a human being. And if you're going to accuse me, a guy who put his ass on the line for Republican and Democrat presidents, watch my daughter sit there crying at the door while I went over to war zones and hot zones around the world to protect a Democrat president, do it proudly because I believe in this constitutional republic, then you damn well better have your shit together. Because I'm telling you, if you don't, you are going to have hell to pay legally. If you think for a second, me or anyone else, I'm going to allow you to accuse me of being an asset to a hostile nuclear-powered opponent to the United States, then you have seriously, seriously lost your marbles. We'll have some news on that coming up when I make a decision. All right. Now, you may say to yourself, folks, well, you know, again, the left's going to learn eventually. They're not going to learn. They don't want to learn. This is a cult. They only have one playbook. Their playbook is this. You're a racist. You don't like gay people. You hate women. And you're, in, you're uh, engaging in misinformation. That is it. They don't have a platform. They have no fix for the border. They have no fix for inflation. They have nothing. They are clueless in foreign policy. They have nothing. Their only playbook is the other guy sucks. They don't run on anything. They run on Republicans and conservatives suck. We'll protect you against them. That is it. They will never course correct. How do I know it? Folks, again, where do you go for crazy every morning? The playbookers. They're nuts. This culture war where they want to sexualize your kids and teach them to be racist through critical racism training in schools has blown up in their face in cataclysmic, apocalyptic fashion. They almost lost the governorship of New Jersey over this. And because they are so committed to sexualizing your kids and divorcing them from the family, hey, your mom and dad don't understand you. You're definitely trans. Teacher, I'm four. Doesn't matter. I'm your teacher now. Because they are so committed to it and they need the kids, they are looking for any reason despite massive losses being portend around the country, being predicted around the country. They don't care. The only thing I can think of why, because people tell me this all the time, I don't understand, Dan. They know they're going to lose and they do it anyway. You said real material losses. Yeah, until they feel it, there's, it's just like working out, right, Joe? If you're a guy who doesn't want to work out, you will find any reason not to do it. Ugh, I got a hangnail. I'm tired. Okay, great. I did have on my locals account. I do these thoughts from the gym that are very popular. If you want to at locals.com and you can just subscribe. I'm at D Bongino. I do kind of a damn Bongino reality show. And I love thoughts from the gym because my head's always clear after working out. I'm like always sweating. There's like sweat coming off my nose. So if you want to check it out, check it out. But I was talking about yesterday, how you, you know, the difference of guys who are really in shape and guys that aren't, or, you know, People who are not in shape, they look for any reason not to go to the gym. This is the left. They are looking for any reason to continue their war on American kids and their, their ability to sexualize them and teach them to be racist. Anything. So here we go. Playbook. So apparently some lady in uh, Michigan or whatever gave some speech about the, um, the parents' rights bill in Florida. And the Democrats, they note that they, uh, here, their name was McMorrow that the McMorrow speech has triggered a conversation amongst Democrat strategists about if it's a model for how the party can hit back on culture war issues here. They, they can't stop. They can't stop. There's a sense that the right has overreached on issues. Where, where do you get that sense from where Biden's popularity's in the thirties. You're getting annihilated everywhere. The border, Virginia, New Jersey, 
There are congressional seats in play in deep blue seats. Where are you getting this? That the right is overreached. And here's the, here's the funny part, Joe. They think they've been provided with an opening for an otherwise grim midterm cycle. Yes, <laughs> fellas. Yes, yes, please. This is your opening, Dems. Double down. Right, Joe? Double down. Yeah, go. Sexualizing kids, CRT in schools, triple digit inflation in the future. You double down. They can't stop. Playbook. Every, the crazy, every single day, you'll get an update on the crazy. Obama's jumping in the misinformation grift, and now we find out the left are looking for a reason not to work out, and they found it. Some lady gave a speech, and they're like, yes, double down on sexualizing kids. Yes, that's your opening. You go right for that. Please, I'm telling you, they can't stop. They can't. It's a freaking cult. Here, you need more. Oh, here we go. Hank Newsom, Hawk Newsom on Facebook. This guy's crazy. Remember him when I, uh, we destroyed him in a debate on Fox? He's on Fox now. Doubling down on crazy. Here's Nicole Wallace. Again, a grifter of the first order. Tried to grift on the Republican side. Lost what she was in all these races. Just a total mess. Then goes over to MSNBC, now pretends to be a Democrat. Here she is again, comparing people who fight against the sexualization of kids to like totalitarian, murderous Russian military officers who support raping children. This is crazy. This is crazy. But this is what happens when you're a grifter in a cult. This is grifting and culting. Check this out. I worry that in covering... Glenn Youngkin and his politics of parental choice, all the focus was on how well it worked. And even in our conversations about DeSantis, it's about how well they're serving him. The, the, the truth is dehumanization as a tactic for politics is from war. Dehumanization is a it's a it's a tactic. It's being used right now. The Russians get their soldiers to rape children by dehumanizing them. Dehumanization as a practice is a tactic of war. It's being deployed in our politics and people like you and I sometimes lose the plot. So there's a bill in Florida to stop, to literally stop teachers from talking about their sex lives and inappropriate sexual topics in front of kids. And Nicole Wallace, Joe, halfway through the, did you hear Gia with Mike? He goes, what the hell is she even talking about? <laughs> Nicole Wallace is comparing it to Russian soldiers raping children in war. This, do you understand this is what crazy looks like? They will not stop. Please tell me you understand. You have two choices in November. You can either vote or sit it out. You sit it out. This is the kind of crazy you can expect more of in the future. They are crazy. All right, let me get to my next sponsor. And then uh, I'm going to come back to James Carville, who's, by the way, just, I don't, you know, a lot of people send me emails and stuff, and I, I, I like, but this guy's nuts. Carville's not the, to be, you know, the a reasonable guy either, the raging Cajun. He tries to course correct the Democrats sometimes, but he's nuts too. But here's Carville again, coming up, letting the cat out of the bag that everything the Democrats do is about fear. Sounds like something I've told you on the show, Joe. Yeah. Fear, the Democrats' coin of the realm. How do you get control over people and get them to walk into a prison? You get them to believe what's outside of the prison is even scarier than what's inside. And they imprison themselves. Fear. He just admits it. Coming up next, let me get to this first. We the People Holsters. Been with me a long time. I'm in love with the We the People Holsters because the quality is just top notch. And you know what? They look good too. They sent me an amazing package. Had their latest gear in it. Their gun belt, and three or four different holsters. Just terrific, terrific gear. They're running a promo just for listeners of my show. This month only, when you go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan, you can get 25% off with the offer code DAN25. That's DAN25. I now have their Freedom Holster. It has over 2,500 different configurations. Their full grain leather independence holster, which is gorgeous. I showed you it on the show. Their tactical belts and enough of their patriotic t-shirts to last a month. This is the destination for patriotic Americans who want to support a great American company that means it when they say made in America. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan right now and start shopping. You get an additional 25% off with the offer code DAN25. 
This offer isn't available anywhere except the wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Every one of their incredibly well-made holsters, secure holsters, too, comes with a lifetime guarantee. If it's not a perfect fit, don't worry about it. Send it back for a full refund. They've been with me a long time. It's a good company. They're in that parallel economy. Tactical gear, shirts, gun belts, holsters. Where do you go? Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Use offer code Dan25 for great savings. Check them out today. All right, folks. Here it is. Here's James Carville yesterday. Carville, again, admitting, admitting that the Democrats' entire platform is based on fear. Don't take my word for it. Just listen to him. Check this out. The problem that Democrats have, all right, is no one fears us. They look and they say they're not going to do anything about it because they're just going to squabble with each other. So the Supreme Court does what it wants to. These state legislatures, they pass any restrictive voting law they want because they have learned over a period of time it doesn't matter. They're weak, and all they're going to do is talk mm. bad about each other. Yeah. That, that, that literally, without you can't govern without fear. You can't have a political party. And, can't govern without fear. That's, I've heard that before. No, I, you notice how I left Ari Melber, the MSNBC host, comment in at the end? Yeah. Because he's heard it before. Meaning, uh, I, I promise, this isn't, hey, look at me. I just, I've been around these people a long time. You're not wasting your time on this show. I have told you over and over again, the Democrats' entire platform is not running on anything that is going to make your life better. They have no solution for inflation. They have no solution for the border. They have no solution for the economic malaise coming. They have nothing. Their only platform, the reason they are so fully invested in sexualizing your kids and identity politics is very simply to put them in a box. Follow me. And once they're in the box and they've been indoctrinated, you're trans, you're gay, you're black, you're Hispanic, whatever box they tell you to go in, whatever box, they then tell you those evil conservatives and Republicans They're coming for you. They're oppressors. And we're going to protect you. And when you've successfully indoctrinated people like that, as we've seen with lunatics on the left, they don't care that their money's being inflated away, that we have no border, that the country's evaporating before the very odd. They don't care. They don't care because they're so afraid that the other guy's coming for them. There's Carville admitting it right there. Admitting it. And Ari Melber going, yeah, yeah, fear. I've heard that before with Democrats. Sure you have, Ari. Now do you see another point I've argued repeatedly, repeatedly, about why the mask is so important to them? Folks, they don't have a single randomly controlled trial showing cloth masks and these surgical masks have done anything substantial to stop the, uh, the uh, spread of coronavirus. None, none. So why do they die on this hill repeatedly? Because, as you'll see now, the Biden administration is going to try to defend the mask mandate in court, which was just thrown out by a judge in Florida, the transportation mask mandate on planes. Why are they doing this? Because they don't care. It is about power and control and fear. And I've argued to you that the reason they focus on things like skin color and masks is they're visual symbols of what they think they think they can use to leverage fear. My, you're black. You have, a, you have melanin in your skin. Those evil conservatives are coming for you. We'll protect you. The mask is a reminder that you need to be scared and that big daddy government's there. It's a visual, eye-level reminder that they have power over you and can tell you what to do. That's why they will never let it go. You don't vote or you vote Democrat in 2022 I promise you, you will be wearing a mask forever. It will do nothing to stop you from getting coronavirus. Nothing. You, it will stop your kids from properly developing their speech. It will do nothing except hurt society moving forward. And you will be wearing them forever. It's your choice. All right. I want to get to this last story because it's an important one and I'm running out of time. I'm going to follow this. I saw a, a, a Dr. Braddock on social media posted this and it really cued my interest. So I started to do some homework. One of the topics we've been all over for the last month is potential food shortages coming down the road. I base it on hard facts here. 
hard facts that Ukraine and Russia provide a lot of the world's wheat, that we've got a shutdown in Shanghai, that we may be looking at a food crisis, if not for us, in other places around the world, especially that are poor and can't leverage their financial capabilities to acquire food. And I don't know about you, Joe, but I actually care about people and I just don't want people to starve. I know the left, but I do. Yeah. Okay. I kind of care. So yeah, Joe does too. Gee, you like, we don't want people to starve. Right? Not a good, thank you. Gee's like, yeah, not a good idea. Right. <laughs> we really, we don't. So it's the kind of thing I'm concerned about. Now, of course, the fact checkers don't really care because it would damage Joe Biden to be the president responsible for inflation, open borders and a massive food crisis. So, of course, they got to jump in and defend starvation. Right. But what the hell's going on with our food supply in these food warehouses? I'm going to go through a series of headlines. This is just in the last few months. Newsweek. Seven injured in explosion as fire engulfs a food plant. Smoke visible for miles. That was in February. April. Plane crashes into Idaho potato and food processing plant, killing the pilot, cops say. Hmm. Kind of weird. It's from Arizona. 50,000 pounds of food destroyed after fire ripped through Maricopa food pantry. Hmm. There's more. Oh, there's more. Thousands flee homes near North Carolina fertilizer plant fire. Now, here's a montage that was in that stream he put out there. Bonanza Meat Company building on fire on Passiano Drive near downtown El Paso. Fire erupts at meat processing facility in Lackawanna County. Cattle rescued after fire destroys meat market. Large fire at Tulsa Tyson Poultry Meal Plant in Hansville, Alabama. Fire shuts down Hot Pockets plant in Jonesboro. Wisconsin River Meats, a portion of Mouston plant, a total loss after fire. There's, oh, there's more. Yeah, we could go on all day. Fire shuts down Nebraska plant. Fire destroys Delhi Star Meat Plant. Explosion causes fire at Oregon plant. Multiple alarm fire at food processing operation Hamilton Mountain. Folks, uh, listen, I'm just asking questions here because, uh, again, I'm sure the fact checkers will uh, you know, jump all over this story, that, which will tell me, by the way, that something is going on. I'm doing it because of this just the news headline, too. Railways are delivering now 20% less fertilizer delivery. Rep Austin Scott, who's been all over this. So you've got fertilizer supplies going down, global wheat supplies going down. You've got a major crisis in Shanghai, which is shut down due to COVID and the communists, where ports aren't getting out as much as they should. And you've got a bevy, and I do mean a bevy of uh, fires at fertilizer and food plants and accidents around the country. Remember what I told you, man, we're only four missed meals away from total chaos. Wait till your kids start looking at you one day. God forbid we ever get to the point where we have a serious food crisis here and go, Dad, Mom, where are we going to get our next meal? Good luck with that one. That's not a day we ever want to reckon with here. Folks, you never panic if you're prepared. You know, I don't tell you this to create uh, panic, but I do tell you this because anxiety can motivate people to prepare themselves. Today's the day to do it, not tomorrow. And if you have some theory as to why all these things are going on, I'm open to maybe all just all one big coincidence. It's certainly possible. I'm open to that. But I do find it kind of strange. Interesting thread. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe to my show on Rumble. We want to get to 3 million by the end of the year. Subscribers, it's free, of course, rumble.com slash Bongino. And please, as I um, asked you before, I don't ask a lot, and I, I try to keep my ass to a minimum. But please, if you're using Stripe, come to us, ParallelEconomy.com. We are building out the Parallel Economy today. Stop processing with them. You're running a real risk. And go to True Social, set up an account today. Go to Rumble, set up an account today. Let's build that Parallel Economy together and leave our kids something decent that respects free speech. I'll see you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.